Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Hey, 
everybody. Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. We should have a serious convo here about whether or not women should be allowed to uh, speak um, around men or talk or vote or drive cars or um, do things in this world that, uh, well, that require any thought or, you know, things like that. Before we went on air, Jesse and I were having a convo and she spoke out of school is what she did. Um, and she was really great in my cheese. You can't see my cheese, but it is grated. It was a block. I had a whole block of cheese, and now that block is grated. Jesse, mm-hmm. what gives you the right? What do you want from this conversation? What I want is for you to be honest about yourself and mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you said something last night that made me laugh for a thousand years. Okay. What, what was, was it? it? It was during Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, it was regarding a woman saying something, and we were like, man. Is regarding a woman saying yeah, something? Yeah, the sister on Yellowstone. Uh-huh. Shit. It was the best. Whatever. It was okay. the best one-liner oh, of all okay. time. Thank you. Uh, and it was amazing. But Thanks so much. The thing we love about that show is the way that they, they treat women in that show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. Just a simpler time. I understand why everybody loves Yellowstone, you know? Right. Get out of line, give somebody a rap on the beak, and then mm-hmm. you're back You're back on your job, you know? Mm-hmm. Homegirl got punched in that show. Oh, yeah. Knocked <laughs> to the ground. I think, I, I think that's why I like, yeah, that dynamic. When you have a sister, mm-hmm. like uh, the, of the female, ki- the female c- character... Go being the sister of Mm -hmm. everyone else they can treat each other horribly and it's not like oh you're treating women like (laughs) shit it's like no it's a brother and sister like full-on fighting yeah and like it's not as jarring so i didn't grow up obviously with brothers and sisters in the household coronavirus (laughs) james come on you've got to let it out you do. Um, your your white lady um, <laughs> tendencies for sneezes, though this this you know and, and asthma. I would like to actually shut down how um, how you're talking to me <laughs> uh, and start over. No, I, okay. so, so I wanted to ask you this, and I'm being in, mm-hmm. in total seriousness because I didn't grow up with brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Did you get in full on fights like that? Yeah, you did. Full so on. So you guys like, were punching, punching each other, punching each other, pushing against the wall, choking, trying to really? kill. At certain points, trying to murder, and you didn't really understand what you were doing, but you were trying to <laughs> kill your sibling. And so, in that regard, right, with boys versus girls, essentially, did you did you feel that that was fair? Did you say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a girl. Stop doing that." No. Really? No, okay. no, no, no. All right. I mean, I think my brothers started to kind of feel that to where I would like come after them very aggressively and they would just be like, dude, I can't fucking do anything like this isn't they were saying it wasn't fair. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because they're like, I can't fucking knock you out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just unfair. I just need to sit here and take it like that's bullshit. OK. Um, Do you ever have a black eye or a shiner? Yeah, broken nose, black eyes. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, for sure. Man, well, I miss those times, you know? Do you? Um. You never <laughs> um, You never had those, and it shows. No, because you I- You never had a 
black eye or a broken nose from a brother or sister, and it really shows. Obviously, I have, uh, you know, I had a stepsister. I have one um, currently. And, you know, but I will say this. Every time she was with us on, like, vacations or when she came for the summer and whatever, um, I never punched her. No, I mean, you guys didn't grow up together in that way, and you didn't, like, live together a lot of the Mm -hmm. time. So... I have stepsisters and stepbrothers as well, and it's it's just not the same. Different relationship? Yeah, yeah, it's it's not the same. All right. Uh, Either way, we we are enjoying the Yellowstone, and uh, we're gassing through those fucking things. And this was- we're looking for a ranch. This was you guys, yeah. Um, You guys did this. So uh, we appreciate the heads up on that. Because we we try to watch whatever the audience says. Hey, hey man, check this out. This will be dope or whatever. Um, There was somebody else, because I always bitch about music. And uh, not great music. Somebody else, another listener, I forget who this was, sent me a country artist named Colton Weller. It's either Colton Weller or Colton Waller. And uh, fucking lights out. Gassed through all his shit the other day. Um, Over and over and over again. That guy's music is like an independent film producer's dream where you're just oh, okay. like oh man i can yeah, yeah, yeah you can use every one of these songs in a big budget movie and you know mm-hmm. it, it would add a lot to it um so i appreciate that suggestion as well also want to thank everybody who's been uh rating the show of five on itunes it helps skyrocket up the charts and it helps the advertisers so please go to itunes and rate ross patterson revolution as a five star um and then just write a, a one-liner uh, and then if you're watching right now on YouTube, we want to give Craig a shout out. Uh, Craig Dulesky. Uh He's bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Fire away. Fire away. He was the first one on the, uh, on the boards this afternoon on YouTube. Uh, subscribe and hammer that like button if you're watching. I see you, Satan Claus. Uh, you, you, Satan Claus is back in there. Back in there. Um, kind of reminds me of RBG, Satan Claus, you know? Uh, he goes he goes away in spurts, and then he comes back, and you're like, oh, shit. Good to see they're still alive. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Jabes, still alive. Back in the hospital again. 80, what, 7, 88 years old? She's in the hospital now every two months, either for cancer or something else. This is a gallbladder, and the, some form of gallbladder infection. They're not saying... It's very Kim Jong-un with her at this point where you're just like, all right, what's the real shit? Sounds um, gross to me. What? Just to like, keep living like that? In, all, all of it. A gallbladder infection? Um, I, w- I will say it this. Sounds fucking gross. Toughest, toughest son of a bitch on the planet is RBG. Your hatred for a president goes so deep that you just want to keep living at 80. She's like 87 pounds, I heard. Um her just, rage, she's rage living. Yes. And, and that is amazing to me. And I'm proud of it, actually. And I get it. Yep. I'm not going to tolerate any uh, anti-RBG I think maybe shit. we can. Because I have hatred for certain people where I would want to outlive them just to do it. Mm-hmm. Just so I can piss on their grave. And you will yourself yes. to do it. Yes. Um, so I understand. If you look it. at pictures of her now, I mean, she is a corpse. It, just it, it's, rage. It's insane, yeah. Rage is like pumping through her veins. Yep. Um, and that's about it. Like, I don't even know if there's real blood in there. After she dies, I hope she's donated somewhere, like a sports science thing, where 
um, you know, they dissect her and then try to figure out how much well, rage was in her heart and brain, and if that can help you live. Yeah, so like I think the Hatfields and McCoys lived for hundreds of years. Sure, I think they should do studies on, you know, if you if someone's on the brink, yep, and they're kind of like slipping away, mm-hmm. maybe do something to you know have someone do something to a family member. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that they can have that rage in them to get through it. I, I'm going to be honest. There, you, I think you need a certain amount of rage in your life to be successful at things. Um, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be some driving force for what you do. Uh, and I use it in writing a lot. And the hatred that I have built up for people in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've talked about it a million times that I want to murder people, obviously. but And I can't because there's too many fucking rings and nests and... You know, technology, man. You know, I'll get all hemmed up in that thing. Mm-hmm. But I think a healthy dose of hatred and rage is uh, is necessary. Is really necessary mm-hmm. in this life. Um, Charles Barkley actually came out yesterday and said that uh, uh, he has not talked to Jordan in like eight years because of something he said on a radio show eight years ago. And they were best. He goes, "That was my best friend for twenty years." And he goes, "You just stop calling me, man." He was pissed off about a comment I made. Yeah, um, I don't suggest living your life the way Jordan I don't either. does. I don't either, but I think you need a healthy dose of it in some ways, you know? In some ways, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was surprising. And then this RBG thing, like, you know, looking at the timeline right now, um, it's, you know, today's May 6th. We're going every single day. Uh, it's the Sace de Mayo that mm-hmm. everybody loves, you know? Everybody mm-hmm. celebrates that Sace. Mm-hmm. We're... Six months from the election, okay? Less than now at this point. If memory serves me correct, I believe this is when Scalia died and then they replaced him. Mm -hmm. Um, But they waited until the next president. So even if she goes down right now, I don't think there will be a case that Trump will be able to elect somebody else until after this new election. Mm -hmm. Um, So even if she lives, eh, just to be safe, I'd say another month or she makes it to like July 1st. I, I, I don't think there's anything you can do. I think, you know, almost might help the Democrats more than Biden will. You know, Where yeah. it's like, hey, guys, we really need to go out and vote because somebody's picking the next Supreme Court mm-hmm. nominee. And one would argue that that job is almost as important, if not more important than the president of the United States. Yeah, because you're affecting the court system. And decisions for 30 to 40 years. There's no term limits on this shit. So you can stay in there for fucking ever at this point. How long has she been doing it? 90. 30, 40 years? Yeah. It feels like 900. Mm -hmm. So, you know, good for her rage. Her rage hate. Um, Her rage living. It's nuts, dude. I like that term a lot. Rage living. Living just to rage, you know? Raging. Living on rage. Raging uh, through through your veins. Yeah. Rage only is in her veins. It's only There's rage. No, there can't be blood. It's all dried up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's dead. She's essentially dead. Oof. So today she said, because there is a, there is a, a, a decision they have to make um, in one of the cases. And she said she's going to do it by phone because they're doing it, I guess, by Zoom now. They're not meeting in person. She's going to do it by phone from the fucking hospital. And, uh, this is gangster rage. This is a whole new level of rage. Right. You know? It's so stupid. It's crazy, right? Damn. Do you think it's stupid? 
Um, if it was something you really believed in, like, wouldn't you keep going? I would. I guess. Um, I don't know. I, why wouldn't she retire? But yeah. You can't. Like she, she can't do it now. So because they're, they're going to put somebody else in there. And right, 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 right. She can't and, do it. now. And it's everything she's against. So sure. No, know. I mean, I respect it. I guess it's just a sad. A sad thought. What's your I, where do you think she's kicking? Hmm? I'm trying to I, I've got a call this afternoon with my By the way, promo code drinking bros doubles your deposit. And we're we're betting hard in the UFC fights on uh uh, Drinking Bros Sports this week, so tune into that because we're going hard. Finally, we have a live goddamn sporting event this, this Saturday night. It's going to be the biggest pay-per-view event probably of all time, and I'm amped about it. Um, join us there, but I have a call with him this afternoon to do an over-under on how long she lives. Why? Uh, that so you guys are betting on that? Everyone is. Yeah. Were you not here for that other show? I think that's weird. Oh, you were? No, yeah, you were on the news. Um, so they have a whole section of celebrity deaths on mybookie.com. Oh, okay. So you can bet on when people die. Okay. How long they live and when they die mm-hmm. and all that shit. So like we had a blast. I thought you were on that show on the news. Celebrity deaths. Though. Remember that? Yeah. Were you? Maybe you weren't on that show. Maybe I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but celebrity deaths. So you can bet on it. We're like, man, have we gotten there? We have. Mm-hmm. We've gotten there as a, as a, as a peoples. Yeah. Um, so you could bet on Trump versus Putin was on there on my bookie. Um, and then the RBG one, I have a call with them this afternoon. We're going to put an over under on that. Hmm. What do you think I should set it for? What's your guess of how long she lives? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm worried about this hospital hospitalization right now. Right now. Mm. Eh. I no? think, it, I think it's minor. They said she's resting comfortably, whatever she operation she had. Uh-huh. She's resting comfortably. Um, Is she, so. Well, I mean, look, if huh. she's got to if she's got to be on that call today, you can't fake that. Yeah. I mean, that's going to get out. I don't know. What would you set at six months? Yeah, I've got it. So uh, I, mean, I know this sounds creepy, um, but I had a dream about it last night. I knew we were going to talk about this on the show today. Um, there is always like a weird celebrity or two that dies on Christmas. Mm. And I've so I'm going Christmas and therefore I'm debating about I think the over under of six months is probably a good one for this bet in okay. particular where because yeah, yeah. that's just that's going to cross past the six month threshold and it's also going to cross past the threshold of the election so the election is november 3rd and i think that you know when trump gets reelected, obviously i think that's going to be all right no mas i'm done with it mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where i think with her because she does work so hard um and, and you know tries not to miss all this shit uh, I think then she'll be like, well, fuck, man. I, this was a good run. You know, I yeah. got to get out of here at this point. There's nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. Um, I can't live another four years, essentially. Maybe. But if she keeps going past that, that means her rage, her rage Olympics are through the roof. Like she is I just the wouldn't. Wilma Rudolph of, of rage just Olympics. Like falling apart. I know. I know. So I think we're going to try to set that for six months, the over-under on that. Okay. I'm looking on the boards here, and uh, Nico the Greco just said 10 years. Hmm. Maybe, dude. No. Maybe. Did you Come imagine? On. Did you imagine? Uh, Netflix got a new movie out today. Uh, Michelle Obama. I'm going to watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we have to. Yeah, I'm going to watch it just so we can talk about it on the show. Yeah. I'm curious uh, for, for two reasons on this one. Uh, first of all, the Obamas have a massive overall deal with Netflix that they have to produce a bunch of content right. um, for them. Uh, I think this will be the second or third one out of their production shingle, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the quality of it um, because they followed her around her book tour, um, which was massive, by the way. Um, and it was the same publisher as uh, our book uh, that came out. So, like, I know how much money they spent on this. And she was doing arena tours. And I'm talking, like, real arenas, like 20,000 seaters, where it was just like, oh, yeah. oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Which has never happened before. And then also her memoir, whether you love her or hate her, was uh, the, the highest selling memoir of all time. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see what their production looks like and if – the quality is the same as all those other docs. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's a big thing. If if you know you're able to create a style uh, on your own, that's that's kind of weaving yourself towards the future. Because I think Oprah did a really good job with that after she finished in television. Her uh, those one on ones that she was doing. You remember those? Yeah. What were they called? On the O Network. Yeah. Or um, yeah. What were the What was the name of it? They were on Sunday nights. Um, we used to watch them. She would sit oh, down with, with somebody. Like, did she sit down with them or was it like master class? It was master class. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. So nobody's like sitting, but it was like, yeah. It was but it was a really good well. format. It was shot well. Yeah. And it was like, all right. I she could, could get anybody and everybody. And, and so can the Obamas. Yeah. And that's why I'm curious to see like the production style of this. Mm-hmm. Where if it's, you know, that great where you're like, oh, shit, this could be a brand for many, many, many years, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because somebody's going to have to. If she doesn't end up running for anything at all in the future, somebody's going to replace Oprah. Right now, the only one on the docket is that Jada Pinkett Smith. People yeah. love that red table. Um, what What is it? Can you explain it to the audience? What the her series is? Yeah. Yeah, it's just red table talks. And she sits down with her. So she, the three generations of her family. So her mom, her, and her daughter. Okay. And they sit down and have real conversations, and then sometimes they have a guest. But the only criteria is to just be totally honest. What's the story with the red table? Is that any significance? I don't know. It's probably some kind of no. I oh, mean, okay. it's it's some kind of a I didn't know if it was branding like... thing. Red table talks when you're here at this red table. I'm sure it originated where she was like, "This is a table in our house that like if you sit down at this table, you got to tell the truth." And so you know, whatever. Okay. James, a lot of energy out of you today. Hmm. Um, let's bump up the volume. Um, yeah, oh, I didn't know if it was like an old red started. table. Yeah. Um, you know, from like the fucking 1800s that was in their family. It was like, we used to sit around this table every day and, uh, you know, regale each other with stories or we used to cook on this table every day. Instead, it's just like a branding thing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't watch it. So sorry. I've I've popped in it a couple oh, okay. times. I don't but... watch it, so okay. You've seen it more than me. Really? Yeah. Look at me. I'm just not. I try to get around, dude. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you know. Uh, Steve Carell's got a new show too on what Netflix. Is this? Space Force. I thought this was one of those in the moment things for a network where. You get to these moments in life or in uh, the world where things are hot for the moment and then you buy this idea 
uh, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, we can we can attach so and so. You get a bunch of upfront money, but then it's like, oh, it dies and then that's it. It's over. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. So when Trump announced the the Space Force last year, it was heavily laughed at. I was the only one who was not because I, I, I think it's, it is totally necessary um, with the way the future is going and all that other shit. I mean, it, we'll get to the Tom Cruise thing in a second, but like that's where this is headed is space exploration and, and colonizing other planets and all that other shit. I mean, even today they're going to mine the moon. They announced this morning and it's like, um, I think it's a viable thing. And I was like, eh, I think when everybody sat back and really thought about it, it's a necessary tool. And I just thought it would get buried, but Steve Carell and Netflix made a fucking comedy about it. Um, so the space force is going to be a real thing. What channel is it going to be? Netflix. And it's like they must have backed up the truck to pay Steve Carell um, because it's not a, you know, it's not a drama like he was doing. Yeah. We had a a few listeners who had written in and they were like, hey, man, we heard you talking about Steve Carell only doing dramas now. You forgot about the Space Force thing. And I was like, God damn it, you're right. Like, I remember when that idea sold. I just didn't actually think they would go through with it. Same with the Tiger King thing. Like, I wondered, you know, there's so much hype around this documentary and it has taken over the world. I was like, eh, all these shows that are allegedly being bought, are they really going to shoot them? And then, doom, boom, two days ago, fucking Nick Cage got cast as Joe Exotic. Yeah, in the second. So I think it's going to be one of those things like... Whoever gets it out first? Yes and no. Like, Do you remember um, Jobs? There was like three or four. I think there's probably a new Jobs movie coming out. Yeah, there was one with Ashton Kutcher, and then who did the other one? Was it Christian Bale? Fastbender. Oh, it was Fastbender, that's right. I think there was another one. You like that movie, Alec? I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I like Michael Fassbender. You know the weird thing for me is I actually love the Ashton Kutcher one. Yeah, they're both good. I mean, I, Ashton Kutcher is not good. I thought he was great in that movie. I actually liked it. Yeah. What's up? Fastbender. Fastbender's fantastic. He's got a fucking hog on him, too. I think that's why Alec probably liked it. Yeah. yeah. What's that movie where his dick is out? Google uh, Fastbender's cock out. Um, that was a big thing for a while. From your computer. From your computer, for sure. And then and we're going to book gonna, market. Yeah, book market. And then we're going to call your parents and, uh, <laughs> and take a screenshot and say, yeah, that we've been worried about what you've been perusing. And then at, we're going to share your screen for a Zoom call. Yep. Uh, and that's going to be in the background. It's going to be you talking, having important business meetings with Fastbender's ding dong. Just right over your shoulder. Yeah. So there's the Nicolas Cage one. There's mm-hmm. the Rob Lowe one. Yep. And then there's the Kate McKinnon one. Kate McKinnon one. So, you know, I don't know if it's going to be like first to market or they're just going to like kind of drop them on different networks. And so the Nicolas it's Cage gonna one. It's going to be too late. I, yeah. I got. I did a little digging into the, into the Nick Cage one because that really intrigues me. You know, I love Cage. Cage Against the Machine. What's it called? Shame was the name of the mm-hmm. movie with his dick out. Oh, with Chris Pine too. Son of a, you don't, you don't say. Uh, it looks like there was two pine trees in that movie. Nailed it, blammo. Um, with Cage though, the this one's CBS, and he's going to play him up into the point of all of the madness. So, um, okay, I'm down. It's going to be a limited series, so okay. they're going to do like eight to ten of those. And uh, you know, I love me some Cage. So, oh yeah. I think that's that's the only one. Yeah, that's Rob gonna Lowe. Make it. I don't. No, not for one second. No, I don't. I don't see that. 
And I like Rob Lowe. I just. Sure. I haven't seen him in a hardcore drama in a while. Yeah. I mean, he's not great. The one, the last drama I saw him in was uh, Behind the Can- Candelabra, where uh, Matt Damon was getting. Oh, that's right. And fucked he... by Michael Douglas. That's the greatest male sex scene in a movie. I laughed so hard during that. Everyone knows that about me. That I love gay sex scenes in movies. Do they? Nothing makes me laugh harder than mm. that. We've gone over this many times. Mm. Um, and uh, that that one in particular was so close to camera that it was fantastic. Oh, God. And just Matt Damon was on the bottom. It, it was amazing. And it was, it was just Michael Douglas. And like at that point, um, he had had uh, Matt Damon's character get facial... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, surgery to look like himself. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was good. So good. It's a good one. But Rob Lowe is in that. Yeah, he plays so rando, right? I think like the lawyer or something, something. But he's all pulled up, too. Yeah, yeah. He's got the the face up, too. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, oof. I love it. Um, break, we got breaking news here, James. Breaking news. Uh, RBG did make it. And they're playing it live. So you can't fake it. It's not like they're posting a picture of it. They're playing it live and she will be on the call. And uh, the AP says they've got links where you can listen to it live. The fuck? Um, Yeah, it's the last day of arguments this week. And uh, she's in it. My God, man. You got to admire it. You got to admire RBG. That, that SOB just keeps on trucking, doesn't she? Amazing. It just seems so uncomfortable to like be that old. Yeah. It's Oof. a lot. A lot going on, you know? A lot of teeth. You know what I mean? Very teeth. No? Lots of teeth. You know what I mean? Hard to close them out. You think of the real teeth? You know what I mean? Very I, Yeah. Uh, the whole thing looks, looks hard. Uh, it looked like if she ate an entire large pizza, she would die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever eat so much where you're like, oh, man, I'm so full. I'm uncomfortable. I'm just going to go lay down. For her, I just feel like she would die if she ate, like, an entire large pizza from, like, like Ray's in New York or something like that. I think it's hard for her. It seems hard, like, if something, someone was sitting beside her on her left. Why on the left? I don't know. She's just, like, got a. Oh, she's got a tilt? Yeah. Something's happening. She can't really look to the side. Right. Either side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of teeth. Oh, don't get you know her. Don't mean? get her a large pizza. Just very. It just seems uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah it does. You know, um, <laughs> RBG is still living. She's on the phone, dude. She fucking she probably FaceTimes. She probably zoomed in. She probably knows technology. She's just like, hey, man, you're not going to kill me before we get started today. You're not going to kill me. I bet you she just looked right in the camera and just said, bring it, motherfuckers. I'm I'm living until the next one. You yeah, know? Uh, that's hilarious, man. Um, speaking of uh, weight loss and figures, Jabe's Adele. Did you see the new photos of Adele? So weird, isn't it? How does it make you feel? It's kind of hot. Uh, strange, right? Because she was she was uh, she was know, a larger she was a larger gal, gal for a long she time. She seemed like such a fun time, great voice. Yeah. Now she's like the perfect woman. Yeah, and people are comparing her. So I woke up. She's trending two, number two in the world, Adele. And so is Sarah Paulson. 
And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And they're comparing her. They were like, look, she looks like Sarah Paulson now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I have to I say. See it. Like, I see it. I'm looking at the yeah. pictures. I see it. For sure, man. Um, so, yeah. Good for her. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know who she's going to date next, you know? Mm -hmm. um, she showed up at Drake's birthday party. She loves rap music. Mostly the um, comments are like the classic, like, why are we commenting now and saying that she's beautiful now that, you know, and praising her for her weight loss. Like, mm -hmm. you know, every woman is pretty. And I think it's more, it's not necessarily that because I have to say, I think her face actually looks prettier, bigger. Yeah. Um, I think it's just an accomplishment. It's not that like she's better or worse. It just shows that like you worked really hard for something, whatever that means. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I, I it's guess. not so much like you're better or worse or more beautiful, so much more beautiful now. It's just kind of like, dang, how did you fucking do that? That's really hard. It's like there's all these running a fucking marathon. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah, there's, there's all these comments that she was in a bad relationship and like the guy was an asshole or something. And like, I don't get it. But if you pull up a picture of him, like, how is he an asshole to her? I, I'll I'll be curious to see once the divorce is finalized. If she sits down and says what actually went on in that relationship, because mm -hmm. that guy's the ugliest dude on the planet. Mm. He should have been grateful every day to be with Adele. If you have low self-esteem, though, like anyone can make you feel bad about yourself. It doesn't matter what they look like. If they're good at it, if they're manipulative. I don't know how that guy's good at it. I mean, phew. I mean, if you when you look at him, it's like, huh? You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. uh, the other article I read was uh, Elon Musk. Um, they, they were comparing like that he got out of a bad relationship as well. But it was the wife who was saying that. His ex-wife. Which I didn't know he had an ex-wife. Um, oh, and five kids? And five kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, she's a writer. And actually, she's a really good writer, by the way. She wrote her an expose for... Uh, fuck, man. I, it was like Vanity Fair or something. Um, she is a fantastic writer. <laughs> by the way mm. and and it said she's sold a, uh, like a few books i guess a couple of her books are bestsellers one of those things where you wonder is just like dude were you just married to elon musk and like people bought your shit or how did that work out but uh her she it was like a seven eight page article that she wrote and it was it was great and she was uh she's you can tell she's a really talented writer um anyways she said she was in a fucking terrible relationship with him mm. where you know not so much terrible of like, but he was just like, hey, man, I'm changing the world and mm -hmm. you need to let me do that. And uh, mm. and we can kind of have an understanding about this. So the uh, the the title of her piece was called I Knew I Was a Starter Wife. Oh, <laughs> I don't hear the term starter wife that much. Oh, really? No. What what's that mean for the audience? Yeah. I mean, I say it all the time. Starter wife is just. The but is there a year on it? Like. It is the significance of the years? No. Of what years? Because she said in the article, once I hit my 30s, I knew I was done for. Um, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's like with Bezos, right? So the starter wife is the one that is with you when you're not so much anyone. You're kind of building it. And then once you get to that point where you are like where you've always wanted to be, mm -hmm. 
you get a new one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's not necessarily years or age or anything. It's just because uh, Amazon, Bezos' wife, yeah, 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 was not like, you know, they're the same age. She wasn't like 30s. I think mm-hmm. she was like 40s, almost 50 maybe, right? Uh, the new one? No, the one that he... She was normal age. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't have anything to do with age. The it's new just... one's actually older. Yeah. Um, which it doesn't is have anything to do with age. It's just like when you get to a certain status that you don't feel like. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, but they said that uh, like she was going over the relationships and all this shit in this article. I didn't know he had five kids. Um, they were all boys. Um, and then he just had a sixth yesterday mm-hmm. with Grimes. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce that name. Okay. Uh, Can you explain this one to the audience, maybe? So I think it's supposed to be A12 Ash Archangel. Okay. What does that mean? So they're thinking that the A12 is in reference to... A star? No, a plane, like a weird security plane that was nicknamed... It was an A fifteen, it was A fifteen, but it was they called it Archangel. Okay. So there's all these like weird meanings in this name. And I have to say, I kind of think it's the best thing to happen this week. <laughs> uh, let's say, right? I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. Everything I, about it. I don't even know how to it, it's it looks like a letter that I, I've never seen before that starts it. It looks like two letters combined. And then there's a hyphen in it. Um, yes. There's something. It's something like Ash something. Okay. So it's like A12 Ash Archangel, I think is the full pronunciation okay. of this name. I'll have to like look it Strange, up. Strange, man. But, um, I don't He's going to have I'm... a hard time in those SATs when you fill in those bubbles for what your name is. Yeah. You're just going to be filling in all numbers, I guess. How do you throw a hyphen in there? You know, that's a strange. What do you go by? What's your nickname? You got to go by something. You can't say I'm Archangel Ash 15. Well, <laughs> why not? Oh, this is my son, Jax. Uh, Jax, this is Archangel Ash 15. I think it's the idea that like, first of all, he could be a robot, right? So he's kind of playing on this idea of like sim world. Everyone thinks I'm a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's also the idea that like when you are Elon Musk's son. Yeah. And Grimes. Let's not forget about Grimes. She's weird as shit too. Yeah. But no, I think it's, I'm talking about like the life that you're going to have. I don't think things like, what are you going to do on your SATs? Or like, oh, what about at school? Like, I don't think things like that apply. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think the idea with this is like, dude, we're going to live in space anyways. You know, the musks. Yeah. So like, they're good. Like we can name, literally like we can name our kids whatever we want because uh, we are so far beyond and beside and over and around your guys' feeble little society mind i guess what, what does he do when he calls little caesars hey what's your first name archangel ash 15 there's a there's a hyphen in the 15 oh oh cool man um because they're gonna yeah. call him archy probably mm-hmm. archie somewhere in that you're gonna ash, abbreviate that i think ash is the idea is the uh nickname you don't determine that the children do at school 
Oh, so okay. They're going to fuck that I don't kid think up. They're going. Dude. I don't think he's going to school, but you don't think so? Mm-mm. You think they homeschool him? Uh, all kinds of weird, different things. The other he's five gonna... go to schools though in uh, Beverly Hills. They yeah. go to like private schools and shit. So I, I would yeah. imagine he's going to live with the mom. Some this form one of school is yeah. with Grimes yeah. and Elon Musk, okay. and not just Elon Musk. 2020 Elon Musk, which is a completely different person. Love 2020 Elon Musk. Here for it. Big fan. Big fan. Big the fan, story yeah. Of, Look, of, I love it. of them locking Azalea Banks inside the mansion after having the threesome and they were on acid and she couldn't get out of the house for four days was the greatest thing of all time. Yeah. Like, that's one, that's how big your house is that you couldn't find an exit. Two, there was that much security and lockdown on every single mm. door that you also couldn't get out of the doors. Yeah. Uh, and then just imagining a buck naked Elon Musk and, and a buck naked Grimes. Uh, roaming around this mansion on acid for four days mm-hmm. is awesome, dude. Totally. Like, that's the life you want to hear about with mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Uh, when you musk up, like, yeah, he's got to be creative to make this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's sending people to space. I also think he has a sense of humor. It's sick and weird, and he'll use his child to use it. <laughs> but, like, I think it is sort of a, like, hey, guys, Fuck you. Yeah. It's my fucking kid's name. Yeah. Yeah. I smoke weed sometimes. Yeah. I fucking do drugs. Yeah. I'm rich as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think the country should reopen. Like, whatever. Archangel Ash 15, dude. Something like this. Find out the real name, Alec, what that actually means. Just type in Elon Musk's new kid name. Uh, Meaning. Hmm. Even in that, that Google fucking statement I just gave you. That's how complicated that child's name is going to be the rest of his life right there. What does that mean? Archangel Ash hyphen 15. Uh, I don't know. You know, Mm. I think it's a star. My guess is a star. I don't know, by the way. I just saw this this fuckery trending and I was like, ah, that'll get back to me later. I know that'll come back around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. While you look that up, Alec, I'm going to do some sponsors. Uh, We got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, Jabes. 25% 25% of everything in the entire store, mattresses, sheets, pillows, adjustable bases, all of it, you name it, 25% off. As always, they got the 36-month pay-as-you-go program, no interest up in that mogwai. Uh, so you can, if you're stuck in one of these states, and I heard Washington's going to be stuck till the end of July, James. Yeah. Um, might as well get a mattress to sleep in. Get comfy cozy. Might as well have some comfort. Um, I bet you those those beds inside that Yellowstone house are all ghost beds. It's uh, like the most goddamn comfortable house I've ever seen in my life. You just have all these places to relax yeah. and have a drink. You watch that show, Alec? Um, my dad does. Yeah, tell your dad what's up. Ask him if he wants to come over. We watch it in bed. We'll, we got a big bed. He can get right in the middle. We can watch it together. What's the Yeah, what's the meaning of the child's name? What's up? X is the unknown variable. Okay. AE is his elfin spelling of AI. Okay. Which means artificial intelligence. Oh, and this is coming from Grimes. Great. Okay. What, what's the next one? Boy, I, that that's the greatest thing of a, all time. So I, a is for a twelve is okay. 
A12, because uh, the audience couldn't hear that. That's, yeah, why, yeah. that's why I'm repeating it. Um, A12 is for her, her favorite aircraft, um, which has no weapons. It's just speed. It's just the fastest aircraft on the planet. What was the last part? And then A equals Archangel, uh, her favorite song. I don't. Who sings Archangel? Metal Rat. Metal Rat. You don't say. I have never heard Metal Rat, but I'm, I'm gonna have to start listening. Uh, I'm gonna have to start listening to. Good for them, man. Fuck it. Fuck it all, dude. Who cares? Archie. They'll probably call him Archie. When she's, when, that's my guess. Yeah, that's probably what they're called. Like uh, Homegirls, baby. Meghan Markle. Archie. Yeah, they'll probably call him Archie and be like, ah, oh, sweet. Uh, whatever that bullshit is your mom named you, you're Archie now on the playground, you know? He's going to have to go outside with other kids. Either that or they just dress him up as an elf his entire life and let him live out his existence like that and then talk to him in a code, some sort of invented language that only the two of them know, you know? Which that can also be a fun little game too. If you've completely checked out of this universe, it's a great little game to get into. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, let's raise a, let's raise one child as an elf. Invent our own language. We only talk to him like that. Mm-hmm. We're the only people that he communicates with. And then he'll be so rich and powerful and brilliant that other people will be forced to learn a new language that we've created inside our household. That's real power is what I say. If you can, you can make up your own goddamn language and make other people say it. That's amazing. That is real power. Uh, next up, we got Postmates. You all right today, James? I'm okay. Okay. Uh, Postmates is our next one. Uh, that's the big one. It's the big one. Revolution. $100 off delivery fees. Come on, dude. I feel like we're, we're on a powerful show, you know? Postmates is now on here. Yeah, dude. $100 in delivery fees. Right off the bat. Uh, so all you have to do is type in Revolution if you're on Postmates. If you already have a post Postmates account, by the way, and I think this is for new accounts only, sign up under another email. They're mm-hmm. never going to know. Never yeah. going to know, and you can use that $100. That hundo. We, we ordered Postmates for the entire office yesterday during that car crash. Um, and it came. Hopped over a fence. Yeah, dude. It came. All Postmates of this was yellow taped off. They'll get, it, they'll get you your food. Scrappy people, man, at Postmates. I love their whole fucking attitude. Love their whole company, the the logo by the way, because Jamie, you have you have the logo up on screen. It's like a little fucking ET, man. We're just delivering food, um, you know, pizzas in New York in a little basket, basket on a bicycle, you know. Uh, Postmates promo code Revolution, one hundred dollars delivery fees off. Next up, we get StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinks. Uh, four amazing flavors. Grape, orange, lemon, and uh, a ridge. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten. Um, no gluten, Jabes. What are you looking at? What? What's going on over there? I was looking at. Fire uh, away. No, I was looking at the boards. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> my um <laughs> You can apologize, for, and we can just go on with no, the Then we I, can go on no, with the we're show. We're doing a show. Okay. James, we got uh, four amazing... Fl- what am I apologizing for? What is it? You started the show not very nice to Jables. We were jo- I was joking around. You were joking? Yes, dude. And it's, you know, we did, we host a comedy show, Jesse. <laughs> My God, man. 
four amazing flames. There's some days where, yes, it is hard to work with your significant other. It is, you know? Usually, if it was Dan right now, I'd fucking shred him just live on air, you know? Hey, Dan, eyes up, motherfucker. How many times do I say that to him? Uh, no carbs, no sugars. If you're trying to beat the quarantine 15, this is last longer than five-hour energy. Gets the people going. I'm, I'm up every day. I'm up and at him every day, and it's strike force. That's going straight to my belly. Um, I believe the shipping is free, and it's cheap as shit. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off uh, at StrikeForceEnergy.com. If you're not in it, you should get to it. Last but not least, StraightRazors.com, Jabes. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you're Yikes. I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to... I'm going to give that two shots here if you're watching the, uh, the video show on YouTube. I'm going to go with some ginger and some vitamin C to try to wash that out of my body because that is in there right now. That is bouncing around, dancing in there. Uh, onesie twosie. This ginger is always real hot. Uh, if you want to narrate it real quick so there's no dead air. All right. So you're taking mm. – you have to get the bottom. There's a little, there's a little ginger in the bottom. You've got to shake it and take it. Shake it and take it. That's what I do with those shots. Ooh. That is spicy. That fucking ginger really kick you in the ding-ding. It never gets easier either. One would think, it's like, look, full disclosure, I try to take shit like this every day. Not because I want to, for goddamn sure. You know me at this point. After doing 12, 1,300 episodes of podcasts, you know me as a person at this point. And uh, if I could just drink fucking Bud Light every day, that'd be great. But I can't. And to try to stay alive, not get sick, so I drink all this other shit. That ginger has never gotten easy mm. in 10 years. It is always a real kick in the dick. I think you'd be surprised. Like, it is actually easier for you because there are some people that cannot even take it. Every time I buy those at Whole Foods, I don't know about you, but people are like, oh, my God. Like, sometimes the cashiers will be like, you can do the I, ca- I cannot even, like, take a sip of it. So I think you're better at it than you think. Maybe. Alec, Kobe, boom. Oh, there it is. Got him on fire today. I'm living my best best life today. Uh, straightrazors.com will help you live your best life. Uh, if you're a real man out there and you're shaving right now, chances are you're using a fucking straight razor. Barah. Get on it. Barah. Go to straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. That shit's still fucking hard to get at stores, man. It's hard to get. Uh, we're talking about musk up. Time to musk up right before the. Uh, <laughs> um, I made fun of a guy. I made fun of uh, <laughs> someone we worked with who was. Uh, he shot our intro. Um, oh, yeah. For yeah. Drinking Bro X. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you say his name? Huh? Perfect. <laughs> you bet. You bet. We're going to keep it quiet. It's not because we don't know his name. We're no, just no, keep no. It quiet like, we right both now. obviously know it. You bet. But since we're made fun of him and we're going to talk about it, we're, we won't say it. Exactly. And that's the only reason why it's not because we forgot. It's um, not because we both know names. Yes. All the names. All of the people. names in the world, um, including Archangel. Anyone we've ever met. We're, we're like Tom Cruise. Yep. We're like. That's where I was going with this. Um, this guy, when I sat with him, I thought he was really super talented. And so. I'll often scour the internet, try to find like oddly talented people and then hire them for jobs that I think are appropriate and just because I want to work with them and I think they're badass. This particular man who uh, shot and edited your intro for Drinking Broettes, (laughs) 
unbelievably talented. You spent the entire day with him. Uh-huh. And um, uh, he was great. His work was great. Nicest dude on the planet. Well, when we had chatted, he was like, dude, I'm really want to work with you because you've done a bunch of movies and all that stuff. And he goes, it's what I want to do. Mm. And he goes, so I, I'd love to pick your brain about like producing a movie, directing it and writing it and like the process that it takes all the way through financing. So I had like this two hour conversation with him one night on, on the phone late at night because he was he was in uh, in L.A. And I said, look, I think it's it makes it easier if you sit down and talk about what your dream is first to make in this world and then try to reverse engineer it from there. Because oftentimes you can't make the dream happen. Um, but you've got to slowly work up to it. And in film, you can do other projects that will help you get to whatever that level is of X, right? Or you used to be able to. I, I, don't, I don't know what the movie industry is going to be like after COVID. Anyways, um, when he told me what his dream film was, I had to put it on mute because I was laughing so hard. That I was like, I didn't know if he was serious. I didn't know if this was real. Um, and I, I finally just stopped. And I was like, after I unmuted the phone, I was like, hey, man, are you being serious? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I've really thought this out. He went into a very detailed description over 20 minutes of how he would get this done. Mm-hmm. He wanted to shoot the first movie ever shot on the moon. The entire film. Our pretty, you can't see it off camera. Our producer Alec has collapsed in laughter. Um, he's a film student finishing up at SCAD, and uh, that's it's crazy, right? One would think. So this was how long ago? Six months ago? Mm-hmm. Seven months ago? Mm-hmm. Right? Gosh, what is time? What is time anymore? Exactly right. What is it? I know we we're in Vegas, so it was in January. Yeah. Um, so I talked to him about it and I indulged it. Like I didn't just fucking pull my pants down, uh, take a shit on it and then, you know, wipe my ass with his hand and say, why is, why, why is there shit all over your right. I said, look, I'll, I'll answer this question. Um, how are you planning on doing this? And it was like, well, I think, you know, with 3d technology and the way that 3d printers are going and all that other stuff, he goes, I don't realistically think I'll be able to make this movie for another 30 years. Right, he's a thirty-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. Lucas is his name. Yes, um, th- he's a thirty-year-old guy. So I was like, "All right, so that's going to put you right around sixty years old." And he goes, "Yeah." So I go, "Okay, great." He may be super. Smart. But this is what I'm talking about: of re- reverse engineering mm-hmm. your dreams to try try to get to that if it's unachievable, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you think it is unachievable. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I felt with the books. I started writing the books first instead of writing a screenplay or whatever because it was like, I want to write this first and then hopefully I can achieve that dream of getting those made into a television series later on down the road. Mm -hmm. And I wrote something that I thought would last for a while. Um, With this, I said, okay, is your goal then to have this 3D technology and all this other shit? And he goes, yes. And he goes, I think it will be more common than everybody knows and you'll be able to use it and it'll be great, whatever. And I go, awesome. How are you getting everyone to space? Because your budget, just from a producer standpoint, is going to be insane. And even if you did like a 10 to 12 day movie, like a, uh, for example, like a Colin Farrell in, a, in a f- the phone booth. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I was like, even if you're doing that, right, where you're focusing on this phone booth and maybe there's some other things going on around you, you, nu- you nuked it down to tw- 10 or 12 days. You still got to get up there for some pre-production work and then go out and shoot on the moon every day with all these people and you're going to have more people running around on the moon than was actually done when Buzz Aldrin and 
Lance Armstrong landed and all that shit, you know? Uh, and I just thought it was so crazy and absurd. And at the end of the conversation, he goes, please don't tell anyone. And I was like, look, I- I'm going to be honest, man. Even if I told someone, they, they would think that I'm crazy and probably laughed me right out of the room. Exactly the way that Alec just did behind camera. Right and now. you're telling right now? Telling you right now because of what happened last night. Okay. Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is currently working on shooting a fucking movie in space. They are in pre-production. They are in early talks. And then NASA just confirmed it this morning. So they're working out a way to shoot this fucking movie in space with Tom Cruise. Um, And this has brought up like a a fuck ton of debates, like all throughout last night and today of of how you can do this and get away with it. And uh, yes, the first question that everybody, like on some of these insider boards that I'm on, like in in Hollywood, were like, what's your fucking budget on that, dude? Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Um, It's absolutely insane. But I was like, all right, if I'm going to really think about this, you know, I'm like, well, shit. Uh, if you kept it at 10 to 12 days and it all took place inside of a ship, a la fucking, what was the Sandra Bullock movie? Gravity. Mm. You, you did that and it was like, all right, cool. And then you were outside the space or whatever. Um, but then I immediately thought, well, shit. Gravity, the movie Gravity to me, looked like real space to me. Even if you did shoot it in space, is it going to look better or worse than what we're actually shooting now with the technology we have now. Mm. Are you just going to space just to go to space for that? Um, and the fact that NASA confirmed it was like, you've clearly gone into this in great detail. Like this was not they've just an meetings. overnight rumor. Yeah. yeah. Like they've signed contracts. Eh. Um, I mean, I was really, really surprised by it. And I was like, and somebody else big producing wise is attached to it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pull it up real quick, but I was just like, so I, six months after la- like essentially laughing at, at our friend, our mm. buddy, mm. Tom Cruise is doing a movie in space. Um, and so guess who he's shooting with? Who? Elon Musk. And, the, and what they're, they're talking about is doing it, shooting it in the SpaceX. Okay. So if any two fucking weirdos were going to come together and mm. shoot a movie in space. Scientology and Musk and Tesla. Come on. And then by that point, Archangel, Archie, the kid, mm-hmm. could be the kid in the movie. Oh, my gosh. You know, maybe he the pandemic took over the planet. Sure. They got to get out. Hey, man, who's your dad? Musk. What's wrong with him? He's dying from the pandemic. Great. Can we take his spaceship up and just see if we can live? Because the whole planet's going to die, you know? So it's Tom Cruise and Archie, dude, just rolling around through space. But, uh, yeah, so it says they're working on a project um, with NASA. It'd be the first narrative feature film and action adventures, all they're saying, uh, to be shot in outer space. What if it wasn't an action adventure? Um, Like, what if it was just a romantic comedy? <laughs> like, do they have to say action adventure? Really? Like, it's in space. Is it a marriage story? Do you well, know what I mean? Like, I, I think so. I'm gonna go back to this this kid, man, who we worked with. I think you have to establish what it is in case there was a clearly in case there was another project out there that that could be possibly competing with oh, it. Okay. Um, now this our buddy doesn't have a script or anything at all. He just knows he wants to shoot this fucking movie on the moon. 
and be the first one to shoot a movie on the moon. But I don't know, man. Um, Seems more and more possible. But they're saying this is in the early stages. And I'm like, man, you got to get that fucking thing up in the air with people in it. I don't know that SpaceX has had people in it to go to outer space. They they shot a Tesla up there, you know? Oh, yeah, with that guy in it. Yeah, with the guy that you thought was real. Um, (laughs) What about the guy? (laughs) Yeah, what about the guy? What's he doing today? Uh, It's not real, James. He's not driving the car and waving at people. I can tell you that much. Um, But, yeah, is that nuts? (laughs) And it says NASA released a statement. What about the guy? It said NASA is excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. Uh, we need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitions, uh, ambitious plans a reality. And that was their statement on Twitter just now. So, what the shit? Hmm. Uh, Oblivion. Somebody's bringing up Oblivion. Which one was that? Was that McConaughey? No. Uh, so, I, I'm, I'm going through the message boards here, but somebody says, yeah... You know, with every shot that that was filmed, uh, that that is filmed in outer space, would probably be replaced with CG space, just because in post, the stuff that was shot, that that is shot in space, won't look spacey enough. Yeah, they'll have to. Like, right. Yeah. And I probably agree with that. Like, it's I watched, like how Mexican food in Mexico is like not really that good. Sucks. <laughs> it's the worst. It's so bland. There's no flavors but on it. But that's real Mexican food. Authentico. And I hate it. I only like American. <laughs> I like crunchy Taco Bell is, you know. You're yeah. So white. Even at my favorite place in LA, El Compadre, whenever I order the uh, the sour cream, because they don't put sour cream, and they have crunchy tacos there, um, you have to ask for it. I'm like, yeah, crunchy taco. I'm like, can I get some sour cream on that? And they're like, oh, the Blanco sauce. And I was like, huh. Yeah. There we go. For white people. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I get it, but uh, still doesn't make me like it anymore. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. Um, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Mexico. <laughs> um, I enjoy the, the food over here, not over there. <laughs> that one bland tortilla that tastes like a piece of cardboard, and then whatever cat or dog meat is on that outside cart, and then some cilantro and some, some onions uh, doesn't really get the job done for me. Daddy needs a little cheese in there. Uh, and I need a little sour cream on that. It's like Yellowstone. It's like Montana for Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Isn't Montana enough? So they have to shoot in Utah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like real right. Montana is not going to work. Utah, though. Yeah. Gorgeous country. Going to work real well. We'll just say that's Montana. The film, credits. <laughs> the film credits. So they shoot the exteriors in Montana and then they shoot the entire show in Utah. I hate to break that to you, but uh, the exteriors are fan, in Montana. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The drones and all that footage, and oh. then the rest of it's shot in uh, uh, Utah. Okay. I don't know if that's true about Montana, though. Everything in that show, but I would imagine that probably is about how rich white people are just coming in and fucking it all up. Yeah, I think that's the point of it, right? How beautiful it is. It's kind of bringing all that to light a little bit. Probably. I mean, it's exaggerated a little bit, but I think the idea of um, white people like and and Indians having to you know Indians having to be like this is our land you know yeah 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 or or a white person saying like you can't just come in and take our land and the Indians being like bro bro 
Actually, how did you even say that with a straight face? I know, I know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's going down. So I look, Lucas, I owe you a huge apology. I thought you were, I, I thought you were maybe on the spectrum at some sure. point. Um, and uh, I take back, I take it back. Um, it's me who's on the spectrum, and maybe I should uh, uh, get my uh, a skull checked out from uh, some form of uh, hit I took as a child. Mm. Or uh, retardness that I might have accumulated over the years. Oh. Uh, so, apologize, Lucas. But the fact that they're even testing it out, man, I'm gonna say just I, now hearing that and speaking it out loud, I, I think these comments are right. Like, there is nothing you couldn't fake. Like, it, you're not gonna make it look better. You know what I'm saying? Like Utah and Montana is a, a is a great example of. They look similar enough in some of the homes and all that other things that, that you can shoot and get away with that. With space, though, it's just black, man. And there's mm. some stars and shit. Like, you know. How do you light that? Yeah, yeah exactly. How do you... <laughs> Great example. How do you light that? Just keeps going. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> when uh, they had this thing on Facebook like a year, year and a half ago where they were working on the space station and they had this 24-hour camera that was always going. Um, I don't know if you've, you've checked it out, but I used to go back and forth mm. with it. And the boring part of it was when it was in wherever their, the space station was, uh, when it was nighttime, you know, the earth was covered, so you couldn't see it in the background. You were just looking at a black screen. You were like, this is boring as shit. Mm-hmm. But when it rotated and you could see the fucking earth, you were like, oh, all right, man, that's amazing. Right. But then what? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of thoughts and feelings on that. Sure. I think the whole thing seems unnecessary now. It really does. Like, but if you're Tom Cruise and you can do it, shit, that's a pretty big accomplishment. First man to shoot an entire movie in space. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. But if if you're Tom Cruise, right? Because he's still doing all of his own stunts, broke his leg in that nasty fall in that last one. Mm -hmm. Shit, man. If you could shoot a movie in space just to say you do it, like you go down as a, an all-timer not that he doesn't already in my book yeah like well, what more do you need Cruz in my book he is Michael Jordan he is the biggest star of all time he's the biggest movie star of all time Tom Cruise yes okay. I'm not saying he's the best actor uh-huh. but he's the biggest movie oh, yeah, yeah, star yeah, yeah. Yeah. of all time and yeah why not like if you want to go down as that guy you know, where you're like, fuck, man, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember the title of biggest action star in the world used to be a thing for a very long time. Right. And it was Schwarzenegger, and then it was Bruce Willis, and it was just Stallone. like, Stallone, ugh, yeah. I am the law. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, with Tom Cruise, that would, pr- that would cement it. You're the biggest movie star of all time, and nothing can stop that. Yeah, the closest to the stars as well. Yeah. So... Ah, that could a, be a fun give maybe it a go, workshop TC. that yeah give it um, a go tc tagline a little bit maybe. yeah i don't know just a, just a suggestion let them know let them know I'll Re- let reach him out know. to him yeah i'll let them know reach out to him uh last but not least here japes i want to talk about some something hilarious that i'm assuming uh he did this on purpose or somebody did yesterday um but uh Pretty, pretty crazy and pretty hilarious. So Trump yesterday went into one of these mask factories mm-hmm. um, and gave a speech, right? Okay. Um, and uh, he went into to Phoenix's N 
95 mask plants on Tuesday. Okay. And everybody said who was there that um, it had a very rally type feel to it, you know, of like, hey, man, uh, which he's great at. He's great at those. We've been, we've been, sure. To him. He's one of the best there is. Not the greatest public speaker, but he's fucking lights out at a rally. He knows how to work a crowd, right? Sure. Um, and he always comes into the arena or whatever event he is to music that is blaring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the ones we went to, it was like Rolling Stones. Yeah, I Rolling think. Stones. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it closed with the Stones and everything. Stones were pissed about it, but there's nothing they can do about it. Um, the Song of Choice is what everybody's talking about today at this mask plant uh, yesterday. He came into the cover of uh, cover song of Guns N' Roses, Live and Let Die. <gasps> oh, what? So, um, God, I try. Uh, I try so hard with this guy. I wonder, what, what was it him or was it them? That did that song? Yeah. It seems very pointed. Like, I, I, he's never come out to that, to my knowledge. Yeah, but I don't think anyone else chooses what he goes out to. Well, a lot of these places he's just flying in and then that's it or whatever. Like, who knows? Okay. Maybe he said, maybe he said hey, like, play something to get the people going. And that's what they chose. Set him up. I believe that, too. I don't know. I don't both, know. I don't both know are very, <laughs> both are equally likely, right? That he chose it or they set him up. I, I don't know. I don't know which one is true. Um, and people are saying, you know, the other thing they were bitching about was that he wasn't wearing a mask uh, during the speech and whatever. And it's just like, hey, man, I'm not going to talk to anybody who's got a mask on in front of me, like trying mm. to for that long of a period of time. If we're look, if you're working somewhere, or you're you know, a hospital worker or whatever, and you're wearing the mask and I'm going to have a conversation with you. You want me to hear and look somebody in the eyes for an hour while they talk through a mask? You're going to have a hard time grabbing my attention on that one. Right. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, the song started playing and then, uh, he, the next one was God bless the USA, Lee Greenwood, classic redneck song, Sure, you know, um, I think he's done that one before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's done that one before. And then, uh, the last song before he walked in was survivors eye of the tiger, which always a fan fave. Sure. Gets the crowd going. going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did he need to do all that at this plant? It, again, they or were they, they were saying it it, it. it felt like a rally, and how right many now people were there. Look in those plants. There's a lot of there's thousands of, of workers okay. in there. So it's like you know, okay. um, he made the most out of the moment for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> you could never accuse him of not doing that. <laughs> Ballsy move, either way. Um, but uh, and let die. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wow. <laughs> Okay. I find the humor in it, but you know, there's a lot of people who are gonna bitch about it. But it's oh. pretty hilarious. They're epic trolls, dude. The whole Trump family. Do you follow his son on Twitter, Don Jr.? I don't. He's but got I one of the best Instagrams. Him, yeah, I do know him to be a, a, a petulant. I mean, he's. I do it's know funny. him to be a troll. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. here's the trolling thing. the trolls, if you will. Dan said that uh, he knows the person that that he has a uh, a meme guy. That solely works for the White House and and for those like his accounts, mm-hmm. and that that's his job is he finds the best memes 
and timely and then they'll boom pop these in there's a lot of people were wondering and they were like how is he so tech savvy to get this shit out mm -hmm. he's got a guy that does it so um it's become such a big part of our culture now it's a smart move but who would have ever thought of that i'd love to have one we had this alec we you and i had this discussion yesterday internally of like hiring do we hire a meme guy who just makes fucking crazy ass memes all day it's worth it yeah, plugs them in. Because, yeah. I mean, look, I, I follow a lot of those pages on Instagram because they make me genuinely laugh versus, mm -hmm. like, Lily Ponds or somebody like that, you know, where I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. I'd rather see a dark, disgusting meme than, you know, Lily Ponds pretending to be Latino or whatever the fuck she is. Lele. Is that, is that what it is? Oh, God. Um, I forbade, forbade mm -hmm. our son from, from watching, from watching Lele. It was just too fucking annoying, and I could not have him in any way, shape, or form think that that was maybe cool. Do you know what I mean? So annoying, so dumb, so, like, quick, fast, like, uh, uh, craziness. Like, yeah. I didn't want him for one second to be like, let me do this, and maybe, like, it will be funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't want him to, like, be confused in any way that, like, just because this person is has a bunch of videos doesn't mean that they are rad no comedies of comedies an interesting one when they it is what, what is imprinted on them when they were younger i know i watched saturday night live like mm -hmm. right and stand-ups like way too early yeah like stand-up specials and shit yeah and, like, I, I definitely did way too early to where shows, maybe yeah. not too early though because like that was that's like my idea of comedy and these weird like slapstick fucking like thank god i don't think that's funny right i remember yeah exactly but it could have gone another way could have gone the other way and the weird thing about her is she grew up and she's pretty attractive um she could have gone the other route of like hey man i'm gonna model and and become like you know the next spokeswoman for kind of a, a, a kardashian ish type of person if mm -hmm. she wanted to mm -hmm. but she's still doing these weird like kooky things and it looks mm -hmm. awkward like for the way school. she looks yes and you're like she's doing high school humor. I don't know how old she is, but I don't think she's in high school anymore. I don't either. Maybe I, she is. But um what's Lily Pons's age, for Alex? For what what she does has a place. It does. But it's for and she kills it, man. It's for people that don't really understand 23. what comedy is. She's going to be 24 years old this year. So. Meh. It's fine. Like, it's all fucking fine. But, like, my son's just not going to be imprinted in any way. I wonder what her net worth is. I heard it's something gnarly, dude. Gnarly. Like, I heard it's... I, I think she has, like, uh, 27 million Instagram followers or something, man. It's crazy. Uh, the, these, these net worth things, though, are always wrong on these things. Um, I bet, like... Exactly. Like, they're all fucking wrong. Um, so, eh. I th that's what I think. Um, they're saying off of off of uh, some of these ads and shit. They're just making fifteen grand a pop. I think it's more than that. I, we've gotten offers for that, and I'm nowhere near that level um, for the podcast and shit like that. Where it's just like, hey, promote this. But it's usually something so shitty that you're just like, God damn it, man. Um, somebody wanted to run an ad off of my Facebook yesterday for I think it was two grand, and I only have like twenty thousand followers or something like that. Like, um, but it was for uh, uh, Facebook security of like, hey, and it, they, it was this video that was attached with it. And they're like, we'll keep 
Facebook is here actively trying to help you and, and we're trying to keep you safe and you're safe and secure on Facebook or whatever. And they sent me like uh, a link of all the some other people who had did it, you know, and I was just like, so you're just you're hiring people essentially just to put out into the world that Facebook is safe. And I guess because it comes from somebody, you know, or you listen to or whatever, like you want no. you want people to f- trust Facebook more. Mm-mm. And they said that they were like, look, you can double down and we could run these ads like every 12 hours. So you could make, you know, 4K or whatever it was a day. And I was just like, I mean, first of all, people would hate me. Second of all, I hate Facebook. Um, yeah, we're not going to condone them. Like, no, they're trying to steal everything you have. Is they have just zero security. stealing your shit just and stealing keeping it for themselves. Everything you they have. may not be giving it to other people, but you better believe that they're fucking using it. Yeah, dude. Um, forever. So it's like, n- no. Uh, so I, I think she's making way more than that. I fucking yeah, who, I'm sure. Logan Paul was making, uh, I think, in Forbes last year. It said he made 17 million dollars last year. That's Logan Paul. The guys who are doing it right though in that world are the the dude perfect guys. Man, um, so good. Like from their everything, everything they do, everything they're doing is um, perfect. And it's uh, graphics. Fucking the, the other thing too is if you're if you're thinking about becoming like a YouTube star or social media or whatever it is, um, d- pick something that can be consistent and good for a long time. Not just a quick flash in the pan thing. Like so pick something that is long. Like for those, for those guys in particular with trick shots, that will never go old. No. I will never get tired of, of watching they've it. they've mastered the and children love angles it. and the camera and like just they've yes. mastered it. Yes. The slow motion and the like tracking. I don't know how old they are, and I don't care. Like, that's that, those are people that I don't care. Like, the Lily Pons thing. She's doing high school humor. I thought she was maybe 17 or 18 years mm-hmm. old. She's just now she's going to be 24 this year. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, that, how long is that lifespan left? Right. Whereas Dude Perfect, those dudes could be fucking 50 doing that shit, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Same with Rogan. Yeah. Rogan's in his 50s. Callan's in his 50s. Like, you, you pick something that you can do for a long time and monetize it for a while. Not just like a quick flash mm-hmm. in the pan thing where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet. Well, this would be rad. It's like, eh, uh, probably can't be. Yeah. You know, probably can't be. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, the peeps, the homies, day ones who are always in here, dude. Um, Ruben Schneider, uh, Brittany C's in here, AJ Gamble, um, Reed White's, I don't know who Deathstroke is. Rick but, but he's Abend. He's saying fire us. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Deathstroke is. Um, he was talking about Black Rifle. So I am wondering who Deathstroke is. I don't know. Um, he was kind of pushing the Space Bear. Oh, Space Bear, the Black Rifle. That's the new coffee. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's the new coffee. Uh, Troy Potter we don't says, know Ross, Deathstroke. some of us already hate you. I'm sure you do, Troy. Um, <laughs> beauty of it is you don't have to watch uh, and I don't give a fuck <laughs> people and some people ask like how can you say that I was like dude we have what two over two million listeners now on this show um, granted we have a shadow ban on YouTube so you know when you see 200 watchers or whatever people are like oh that must be your audience not even close right. audience is uh, is based on our audio and it's like we have over two million I, I can't please everyone for God for God's sakes no you know? not even close uh-uh. it's not even close Greg LaMontagne says he's still waiting on the cruise info. So we did a cruise last year. Um, you were on for uh, Drinking Bros and all that other stuff. Look, with the First COVID, and last. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> our cruise is coming back. They asked for a monster bailout package. And um, 
Cruises are not coming back for me personally. For a while. So, no, ever. <laughs> um, I do love, and I think Brittany was talking about this too, like I do love a camping. I'll do a camping, and we all know I don't even really camp. But if we're going to do something, I would do like a camp, camp drinking bros or something like this. Um, do you know what yeah. I mean? With like counselors and activities and things like this. That'd be a fucking blast. I would do that. Yeah. Uh, I'd be, and people I'd be seem to be into that. Yeah, the cru- the cruise is uh, is really fucking hard these days because it's again, I I don't know when they're coming back. One, two, I don't know how comfortable people feel on it. To be real, there's what eighty thousand. I, I think there's eighty thousand crew members that are still trapped on cruises right now because of COVID. Yeah, which is crazy. It's a lot. When did you get on the cruise? <sighs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you got on a cruise any time past mm-hmm. March twelfth. You deserve every single thing that's happening to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sorry to you know. say that. You know. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, let's end the show with a bang, Jabes. You get a crime corner today? I do. Yeah. Crime corner. Crime corner. Crime corner. Here we go. Um, so a five-year-old boy was pulled over in Utah mm. on his way to California to try and buy a Lamborghini. Now, we have a six-year-old. Sure. Do you think that he could get in a car, Hmm. get to the freeway Mm on-ramp, and be pulled over on the freeway? No. No. No, I don't. No. Five-year-old boy with with $3 in his pocket, so he was prepared. Okay. um, Was pulled over in Utah. Yeah. Slash Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while driving his parents' car to California to buy a Lamborghini. Um, the boy left in the SUV after arguing with his mother. Sure. Um, who uh, who said that she would not buy him a luxury car. So, ah. fuck her, right? Yeah, yeah. At five, that though, mom, you know. That mom fucked up. Yeah, at five, you know it wouldn't hate your mom. A trooper That's spotted the vehicle weaving on Interstate 15 at 30 miles an hour. He was like, on so the freeway. He was on I-15? Yes. He got from his house. This is the craziness of it. Like, he got from his house, like, through the neighborhood, all the way to the freeway, got on the on-ramp, wow. got in the right at lane five? at five. That's amazing. I can't even hate on this kid. I know. And even the trooper's like, bro, like, what? Like, he's like the trooper. How'd he get him to pull over? Um, That was the crazy thing. He was like, it's weird that he even knew to pull over when he saw lights i mean he said how old are you he said i'm five it's like you're five years old the trooper was like what there's footage of him talking to the kid being like dude what he was sitting on the front edge of the seat okay he was fucking prairie dogging i'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah so that he could reach the brake pedal to keep the car stopped while they were standing there talking once he pulled over, the child told the trooper he had intended to drive to California to purchase a Lamborghini for himself. Um, this is amazing. <laughs> like, you have to be impressed with this kid. And it yeah. has to also make you look at your own kids like, get your fucking shit together. Get your act together, bro. Dude, if I put you in, in, the, in the front seat of a car, yeah. you, what would you do? Yeah. He would crash through the fence. He yeah. wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. kid was ready to go to California and buy a Lamborghini. I say we let. Maybe they you know should I mean? have let him. 
Maybe the cops should have escorted him there and let him do it. He said no one was hurt, and uh, the local prosecutor is deciding whether to file charges against the parents because you can't, uh, you know, they couldn't arrest him. There was nothing they could do. They talked to the parents. The parents were like, well, kids will be kids. And the guys were like, I mean, I guess, bro, but you have, I mean, (laughs) let's make sure that the kid doesn't get in the car like can we take precautions they were like we have our keys very low i guess the keys were like on hooks that are like uh-huh. low yeah he grabbed the keys just jumped in the car and left like if you're able to do that bravo a bravo b it's your parents good or bad for good or bad this is one of my uh, all-time favorite crime corners oh that's amazing actually. if you don't have a kid though like i know people that have kids it's a it's easier to gauge like what five really is when you have kids, right? If you don't, yeah. you're kind of like, I don't know, what are they in sixth grade? You're like, no, bro, they're not even in school. No. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't read. Like how did he know? Like yeah. he was, by the way, he was on his way to California. Like he was going the right way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if he had kept going, he would have been in California. Whew. I said let him do it. They should have gave him an escort there. Yeah, just kind of follow him and see. Because th- then I want to see what his negotiation skills were like for the at the Lamborghini dealership. <laughs> yeah. You know? Open up his wallet. $3. And then just be like, hey, man. Yeah. I drove here from, where is it? Nevada? Utah. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Good I work on him. his speed, I guess, is the only thing. Yeah, if he's only going 30, obviously, it's going to take him yeah, a while gonna, to get to California. It's going to take a while, and then you're sure to get pulled over. For, but for sure. For sure. For sure. They um, don't like when you go slow. No. Oh, man. That's a great one, though. Good for him. Right? I, I will say this. Uh, I've been practicing for the rematch against Post Malone and Beer Pong. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was practicing upstairs. Sure. And uh, our six-year-old asked if he could play mm-hmm. you know, against me. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course. Sure. Um, takes the ball, makes the first shot. No lie. And then he asked for a re-rack. And I was like, what? Dead serious. You taught him all this. Uh, it, well... When we were discussing it, you know, I was just like, because he goes, what, are the, what do we do? What are the rules? And I was like, well, yeah, you yeah, make yeah. a thing and then you re-rack and you do he this. He picked up on it pretty quickly, I have really to say. Really quick. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, cool. Now, could he drive a car from Utah to California? No, he could not. He could not make it out of the driveway. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. He couldn't make it out of the garage. Like, that's crazy. No. 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 Um, whoever this kid, though, is, maybe put him in some tag classes, talented and gifted. You know I what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Five. Five years old. Five years old. Um, that isn't the craziest vehicle commandeering I've seen, though, this week. Uh, Jamie, play that clip with the monkey. Um, this was the craziest one I've seen all week. A monkey drives up on a motorcycle, a little tiny motorcycle, and then uh, rips this baby out and drags the baby down the road. Like, And it's a small monkey. It's not a huge He's monkey. He's dragging it out of where? Yeah, watch, watch out this. of a car? Drive in the frame. Here. Yeah, there it goes. All right, so it drove in. Oh, boom. Yeah. And there's the baby. There it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, James, it's not Where for you to this? like. It's for you to it's for you to to, to love. <laughs> um show, Where that, is show this? that one more time, Jamie. Show that monkey one more time. Yeah, huh? there we go. There we go. Look at this. Uh, the music that is that that's that comes with it is really huh, great. Very too. creepy. Yeah. Oh. 
I don't know where this is at, but it's amazing. Wait! Whoa! 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 Monkey drove up on a motorcycle, tried to steal a baby. Monkeys are ca- monkeys are crazy. They're unpredictable. Somebody's saying this has got to be in India. I, that's my guess. AJ Gamble said that. Uh, it's got to be in India. Yeah. It's pretty epic. Um, yeah. And rad, but uh, whoo, boss. Um, you know, what was the monkey hoping to do with the the, the 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 kid though? Gosh, I don't know. Can't trade it. I eat it, probably. No, oh, monkeys yeah. don't eat babies, do they? Yeah, they're very unpredictable. Jamie said yes. They're very unpredictable. They could if they wanted to. They could if they wanted to. They could if they wanted to. I don't know, man. I've never seen a monkey eat a baby. I've seen, you know, obviously I heard the stories of chimpanzees ripping faces off and shit of Yeah, I mean, they'll... Yeah. 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 Look, who knows, man? But uh, my guess would probably be like the Thailand area or or something like that. Yeah. A lot of monkeys there (laughs) just rolling around, Uh huh. It looked like somebody let the monkey out to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um. We we just had a buddy, <laughs> Christian Kane. He oh. was shooting uh, that TV show, Almost Paradise. That's on WGN. Sure. It was the first. It was the first show, uh, American show, that was entirely shot in the Philippines. And uh, on his Instagram one day, he had a, a picture of him with a little monkey like that. I'm gonna send him this video after the show. Yeah, and just be know. like, be careful. He could have been stolen. Could have been taken. Well, like the, you know, he could have been. Hurt. Eh. Could have been could have been stolen. Yeah. You know? Uh that baby was I mean, that was a far drag for that baby. Yeah, and it like was a it was a kit, it was a toddler as well. Todds, yeah. So it wasn't even like a tiny baby, like mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. Interessant. Uh look, we haven't been doing revolutionary figures of the day uh lately because we've been going every single day. And uh let's face it, during the COVID, you know. There isn't that many people that are that revolutionary. Uh, we're all staying inside doing shit. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm going to give this one to uh, Florian Schneider, though. This is breaking news right now. He's the co-founder of Kraftwerk. Um, died at uh, the age of 73. Kraftwerk is one of those bands. You know I'm a rock doc guy, and I read every single music biography of all time. Love them. Um, everybody, every single person from rap to fucking cold play to you name it across the board always credits craft work for some reason yeah even in that beastie boys doc we were watching the other oh, on, yeah. on apple tv they were like ah oh. really? and our she was friend really... was listening yeah yeah it's a craft work and it was like shit it's a band that like if you want to i mean high fidelity it was in the first high fidelity where like they kind of threw ah. it in but they threw it in just like that like very yeah, yeah, yeah. off the cuff where it's like if you're fucking cool mm-hmm. if you really really like music if you like the craft of music and underground stuff. Yeah. Craft work. Craft work. As your, as your jam. That so. It's almost like a calling card. Like you could be like, so. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what it like feels craft like. Work yeah, or you what? like craft work. Because if you don't, yeah. then you're not really down with music or I'm whatever. Not, I'm not going to pretend. Uh, I don't. I'm not. No, I'm not either. I'm terribly I don't. familiar with craft work. No, no, no. I just no, know no. that literally every doc and every book i've read always cites craft work as like a huge inspiration for them yes so eh, we'll give them a shout out i I guarantee you 
since this is just happening now, guarantee you're going to see a ton of posts about this from musicians mm-hmm. and today. Or people that Famous are cool. musicians, yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, man, you don't understand. Craftwork changed my life. Changed my life. Yeah. So. If you don't like craftwork, fuck you. you. Fuck you. You're a fucking loser. I'll get my monkey to drag you down the street. You know, I don't need that. I don't need that. Uh, Japes. Wild one today. Mm, roller coaster, a baby, if you will. A baby took a car to buy a Lamborghini, a mm-hmm. monkey. Took um, a baby? Damn it, dude. To uh, buy a Lamborghini? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't know what the monkey was thinking. We're not just comedy and information. We're also touching lives. Mm. Um, and I think we touched a lot of lives with our stories today, James. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. Oh. But more importantly, I'm proud of me. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. We'll see you at noon tomorrow. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.